Any information on this podcast should not be construed as medical advice or treatment. I'm Marley. I'm Jana. I'm Victoria. And I'm Heather. And this is Studio Stories. Hi, welcome back to Studio Stories. This is episode three. Today we're going to be talking about dance mom's do's and don'ts. Yes, so we wanted to talk a little bit about just some things that we have, all of us here, have experienced um, at the studio and even hypothetical situations as well. Uh, that we think will be helpful for any dance moms competition, not competition, in any sports, just regardless, just basic etiquette, and then some things that are just kind of funny. So starting us off, Victoria. Yeah. Um, okay, I would say number one for me is don't interrupt class as a parent to tell me that you're going to leave. Yes. And not be there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like, I'm going to go now. I'm going to, are they good? I'll be back. Yeah. It's like, I know, you have to come back. It's your child. You have to pick them up. <laughs> yes. They'll like, say, I'm going to go run some errands. Yeah. I'll be back. I'll be back. Hour. Just in case you're wondering why I wasn't here. I, I'm not wondering why you're not here. Thank you very much yeah. for interrupting my class. Appreciate <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> I love that. Or like well, it. and it's sweet because they're like, as it happens more with, like, little kids. Because they, like want you to know if their kid asks, like, oh, where's my mom, blah, blah, blah. Like, like oh, they're at the store, whatever. So I understand that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, they'll be fine for an hour. They're good. It's okay. Yeah. They're and good for Well, an hour. then in that sense, right, if your kid is, like, 10 or younger, don't leave your kid, you know, you should be there um, watching them so that they know what class they're going to be in and you can put the right shoes on and all that stuff. I agree. Well, then 100%. that falls up with falls in line with it's not a daycare yes the studio is not a daycare don't just drop off your kid especially if they're 10 and younger I think that I mean if they're 10 and older they can kind of handle themselves okay they know where their shoes are at their waters their snacks um if they're younger it's most likely what if they have an episode or if they're crying they want their mom or they need something it's not a daycare so yeah, I think, like, there's a fine line. So, because if there's, like, multiple classes, like, let's say they're competition and they're there for, like, four hours, right? <clears throat> say they start at four o'clock and they have a jazz class and then they have a rehearsal and then they have a little break and then they go to the next technique class and then another rehearsal and then another tech class. Like, a mom is not going to stay for four hours. It's, like, not going to waste four hours of time just sitting there. Unless, like, some of them will bring their laptops. Like, some, we have some that are, like, teachers. And they'll, like, bring their laptops and, like, do work. They're, and, and those moms actually, ironically, have older dancers. But I've seen, like, sometimes the moms will come in and they'll, like, or dads do their work. Which I'm, like, totally good with. Because we have lots of lobby space, right? And I think it's good because it almost, like reassures the child that like the parent is interested in what they're doing like even though they're in class they're occupied like they still have the support from their primary attachment person so like if an episode happens and you find that those kids that do have the parents that are there 
are very stable. They're very emotionally stable, very mentally, and they're like engaged, but they also, but they don't like go out to mom and like ask a million questions, but I find they're like very focused. Do you guys find that yeah. too? Um, but that being said, like if a kid is eight years old and has a four hour day, that's a lot of dance classes. They need to be like very dedicated to commit to four hours a day, but they shouldn't have to like sit for four hours, but if it's longer than like an hour break, then it's like a little bit of an issue for me. Yeah. Like I just feel like at that point it's like becoming a liability because we don't have a front desk person. So if there's nobody there to manage, we have cameras, but that doesn't help if a kid's climbing on a, you know, a cubby and the cubby falls down and that kid gets hurt. Yeah. And vice versa, if my property gets damaged, like we've had three shelves get broken, three from the same two kids climbing all over them in their quote unquote break time. Yeah. Um, but it's hard cause it's like a family environment. It's like, how do you, how do you foster a family environment, but also not become a daycare where there's a, like a heavy reliance on, well, I know them, they're safe. They, I love you guys. I trust you guys with my kids. It's like, just because you trust me with your kid doesn't mean I'm okay with this boundary being crossed. So I feel like there's a fine line. I just haven't figured out how to, like, verbalize that in a way that's, like, professional, but also loving, but also stern and, like, you know? All of the above. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Because we're not a daycare. That's not what we do. But at the same time, it's like you love all these kids. You know their needs. We know their schedules better than mom and dad do, usually. Usually we're like, hey, you go from jazz to turns. Okay, now after turns you have tap. Like, we know, but, like, it's not our job to know. And like you said, it, it feels like a little bit like a daycare at some times with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what's, um, would you say, Heather, is one of your main do's or don'ts? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna I actually was gonna go back to um when you said don't you said don't interrupt my class yeah. and uh come in to tell me that you're leaving. I was gonna say on the mental health side of it, right, do talk to your kid before you drop them off and let them know mom's gonna be leaving to go run this errand or yeah. what have you. So the child knows the drill. The child knows where their primary attachment is, where yeah. or where their, you know, the person that dropped them off knows where they're going. Um, again, we have this theme of anxiety, right? So when a child is not sure where their parent is or where their caregiver is, that creates a lot of anxiety. So just letting the child know, I'm going to drop you off. This is where I'm going. If Miss Victoria asks, where I am, you can let her know, oh, mom ran to the store. Mom, Mom's going to be back in an hour. Yeah. Whatever. yeah. Instead yeah, of interrupting the class, I think it's better to let your child know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then as a teacher, it's not, I have to remember where 20 parents are. You know, one kid has to remember where their one parent is, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of room for that in general. Uh, I think as a whole parents could be more considerate of the load that we have on our plates as teachers and, and educators, not just in the dance world, but just in general, 
of it's hard because they're thinking about all the things they have going on and then their child schedule and their husband schedule their wife schedule whatever like there's a lot of moving parts right but there's also a way to walk through life I feel like in consideration of others and I think sometimes I mean we all fall short of that often but I think sometimes it just comes down to that just being mindful of like you know this is your time this is your profession I'm gonna respect your time I'm gonna you know do what I can to make your life easier because we I mean that is the name of my whole game that is what I do for my students for my parents I'm always considering everybody else before myself which is not always the best I should honestly I could be more selfish but I think as a whole if everybody tried to do that more I think like life would be a lot easier for a lot be a of people. little more harmony huh I was gonna say also that uh, we're in the in a building you know we're mm-hmm. growing yeah. and we're developing this program um, and so it's a learning curve again we come back to that and so I think learning how to set a boundary I think you've created again such a safe place to land mm-hmm. that makes it easy for these parents to drop their kids off and feel comfortable with them just being there and I think that the warmth and the love right that they're provided there makes it really easy for the parents to go okay we're good there we'll see they're ya. taken care of <laughs> yes you're taken care of we'll, yeah. we'll see even even if you don't have class for an hour you can go in the the you know the talent room and hang out on a couch that you've made you know couch and stuffed animals hanging on the walls and places for them to color and write is just a you know such a lovely place for them to hang out it's you know I mean if I were a parent dropping off a kid I'd feel really comfortable as well yeah however like you said thinking about okay what does this what does this mean for everybody else involved you know I see both sides of that of being a working parent you know dance is an expensive sport and so oftentimes it requires two incomes to be able to support in today's economy in the state we're in it's a lot so I I, you know I'm I'm really empathetic I feel it I totally understand like needing that and we are a safe place but yeah Mm -hmm. I think it's a little bit of both it's you know see why we're having such a hard time drawing that like where do you draw that boundary when do you say you need to be here with your kids. I think 10 and under, really, they... they I would sh- even say, like, 8, eight, and, and, under, eight, eight and under. Literally. Yeah, because yeah. our 7 and 8-year-olds aren't quite able, but our 9 and 10s are better. Yes. They're, a 10, absolutely, fully autonomous. 9s, we can kind of help guide, and they learn faster. But the 8s and under, they don't remember. They, they aren't putting their shoes in their bag. They, they aren't bringing water. They aren't, and we don't have the energy or the time to do that for every single kid. Yeah. When we had four minis, yes. Now we have 25 minis at a time, and that is too much. And it's even times when it's like we have 25 minis, and half of them are comp and half of them are rec, and there's like two rec moms there and one comp mom and 23 kids with no parent. It's wild. And that's a high number. It's not actually 23, but that's what it feels like in the moment. Because you've got kids running everywhere. we got spilled Otter Pops on the floor. we got chips everywhere. Protein shake. Yeah, today I mopped up a protein shake. And I went into the class. And you slipped. I slipped in it. That's why. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, I hurt my back. Like, um, you know when you, like, jar your... Yeah. yeah. So, oh. anyways, so I go into the kids' classroom really quick, and I'm like, who... Does anybody uh, remember <laughs> having a protein shake in the talent lounge? And they're all looking. <laughs> Someone I hear in the quiet. background, I had a milkshake today. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... It was like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> we found the culprit. <laughs> yep. Nobody took responsibility for it or apologized, and the parent was in the car the whole time. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Yep, yep, and didn't even know what happened, but I had, uh, I had to get into another class, so I wasn't able to address that, but, oh, yes, fun things. Okay, Jenna, what's your, like, number one do or don't? Um, let's see. Don't instruct the kids behind the scene. Like, don't critique them. Like, let us be, let us be the coach. Yeah. That's really good. You know, I mean, I understand you want to guide your kid, tell them what to do sometimes, but we are the coach or we're the teacher. You just be their number one fan. Be their cheerleader. Be their support. You know, they want to come to you and say, I'm having this problem, or then you can come to us, if anything, if it's something serious, you know. But for the most part, you should encourage your kids say you're doing great keep working hard try harder or I know you can do it I believe in you instead of no do this do that you know absolutely yeah I think what do you guys think I think it plays a lot into like um the anxiety like from um our episode our second episode of the backstage anxiety when Mm -hmm. the parents start to go oh I noticed your toe wasn't pointed oh I saw you fall out of that when they start to become the coach then that anxiety from the kids starts to kind of increase and there's not a like safe place almost for them to go to and have a like outlet of like oh I messed up and you know the parent being like oh I don't care I I didn't notice you know if we're telling them something and then the parent is also telling them something that kid goes into that mental state of like what am I doing wrong like they question everything that they're doing then in that moment like did I do that actually or did I do this if they're hearing it from one person they don't need to hear it twice I think especially I was gonna say that same thing that it's confusing it's very confusing for a child um you know I it kind of reminds me of school you know if your teacher's teaching you um math a certain way and then you go home and your parents are saying no we did it this way you need to do it this way um that is really hard on kids teachers Mm -hmm. will get very frustrated Mm -hmm. with that at school Mm -hmm. it's no different with dance because you know you're teaching them technique you're teaching them a specific uh, routine a certain way the parents are watching it from behind the window right or occasionally when you bring them in and you let them run the dance and they get to watch it or maybe they're watching them practice at home and then it's like telephone they're interpreting it and then they're giving instruction based off of how they're interpreting it and it's confusing for kids very confusing there should be Mm -hmm. one you know one coach so don't instruct them do be their cheerleader period that's the role that you play is you're their cheerleader and that is it and to add to that uh, for another don't is don't change choreo. Oh my oh. gosh! Yes. Don't get me started. <laughs> Just watch a Dance Moms episode to learn that. Oh huh? Here's the thing: it's like, it's like taking 
somebody's like imagine you have like a canvas in front of you of just this beautiful piece of art and then it's just like just beautiful sunset and then you just take black and you just put a giant x on it now it's just a sunset with a giant x on it it's all jacked up <laughs> like it doesn't look like a sunset anymore it looks like some weird like i don't know that's a bad analogy but i feel like that's a pretty good analogy <laughs> <laughs> but the main thing is is like you don't mess with other people's art right like and dance is not only a sport it is an art form so it's that special you know marriage of of athleticism and uh strength and performance with an artistry with yes with artistry storytelling right emotion so you have all this kind of coming together and i think parents a lot of times get stuck on this other side of like the athleticism piece of like perform 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 do your thing and then we lose the art right and so when when you change someone's choreography, or let's not even go that far, let's say you simply don't like it and you put that into the performer's head, so the performer being your child. I don't really like that dance, I don't like the theme, I don't or like the, the costume, song. you know, I'm just not feeling it, whatever. Then that kind of taints their ability to connect with it because even though you are separate people, right, and your child is going to have their own opinion, their own thoughts about whatever and it might be completely different it might align with yours whatever you say is going to have influence over them no matter what no matter what because you are their person that you only get one mom you only get one dad so what they think is the world you know you could have the most broken relationship ever with your parents and still care about what they think so if you think I don't like that choreography that was bad and you're being negative and you're changing choreography or you're negatively talking choreography or about a choreographer or about other dancers even it's just this really bad form it's just bad form it's bad etiquette it's not a good example to kids it doesn't respect the art form it's like you know you're entitled to an opinion of I don't really like this Right? But when a child is involved and they're having to perform that dance, it's just bad form. You just don't do it. Period. There's no, like, any scenario where it would ever be appropriate to insert your ideas of how someone else's art should be. No yeah. scenario. I think that Make your piece, own art. Mm -hmm. I think that piece is sometimes missed. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think people understand. I think parents come in and think, um, you hear a song... You put a few steps to it and uh -huh. somehow magically becomes this dance that looks good on stage. Right. And they don't realize that, like I know you, that the dances that you create literally come from your soul. Like you, they come to you, you're inspired by them, You'll, you live, breathe, sleep, eat this artistry that you do. Yeah. I mean, I, I see it again. The tears in your eyes I see it it's it is a part of you and so you'll have a vision about a dance you'll call Victoria probably first you know maybe <laughs> you second maybe Jana second maybe me but I know you make the rounds you call us oh my gosh I have this vision this is what I'm seeing this is the songs I have picked out this is the costume I envision it is a whole symphony it's a production that happens some of the for moms you call it. Yeah. yeah and i wait think, can you say that again sorry because i'm talking over you oh, it's okay it's a whole symphony that happens for you in your brain in your soul right 
And I think that the, at first the parents didn't understand that. Now they've seen your artistry on stage, they've seen your recitals, they've seen these pieces that have won national titles, right? They're, they're believers now in what you can produce. We've all seen it. It's, it's gorgeous. And I mean, I know you're, I'm your mom, but I think Jana and Victoria <laughs> would agree. Um, and so to have your, you know, I can see how having the parents come in and try to change that, they're not just changing some routine you threw together. Yeah. They're changing your vision. And that's an insult. Yeah. It's a slap in the face. I think, they're, I think they're getting it now more. I think that, again, it's a learning curve. I think they're understanding it more now. We're seeing less of that. Well, and I think, yeah, I think there's almost like there's an energy and an attitude around with other studios and places that I've experienced as a dancer of arrogance with instructors saying like you know have their nose up and being like you don't do this you don't do that and there's a certain like gatekeepy sort of think of like a ballet most the most you know uppity ballet instructor you can think of when I think of changing someone's choreography I just have a visual of like my instructor being like oh no you don't blah 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 and I'm coming from a place of like not pride but love so it's not the prideful sort of arrogant like don't touch my choreography, don't da-da-da-da. And that's always the energy I've been met with. I don't know about you guys, mm -hmm. but from my superior dance, you know, quote-unquote mentors um, was always, like, this yucky energy of, like, you don't touch it and not because of the love of art, because of a respect thing and a hierarchy and the way this is the way things are, right? And I'm, I'm so not into that. I'm not into gatekeeping, I'm not into hierarchy, I'm not into, I'm the boss and you have to listen to me. It has nothing to do with that and everything to do with, like you said, it's a whole visual, it's a whole production. And, and some of the moms make fun of me and they're like, it's a production. And I'm like, you'll see. <laughs> you know, I love props and I love costuming and I love editing the music and blocking and all the different things. It's like, I always think of it as like a fireworks show. Like it's like, we have one here and then this here and then that here. and this whole yeah thing. but I think it even shows like a difference like when the kids are dancing like to your choreography they know that and they can feel the love and then it makes them love it and it makes them want to do their best you know that's yeah. really sweet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marley what would you say is your biggest don't oh my gosh okay I've got a couple I'll try and make it quick but one thing that really is hard is when parents um, have negative, negative things to say um, about other families and other dancers. Like, I mean, I have heard it all, okay? I've heard it all. I'm talking from calling other dancers, you know, making comments on their body, right? That dancer is fill in the blank. Okay. Oh. That dancer is fill in the blank about their technique. I'm talking some really heinous behavior, wow. right? You don't talk about a child. We have parents that will do that, but tenfold. They'll be asking about billing, 
they'll be making comments about other kids body type they'll be making comments about other kids uh technique attitude attitude oh it just the list goes on the hard part for me is and this is where like I kick myself because I could have been more stern in the beginning but because you know with the Adagio and the inception of the whole thing how it started was like in the garage then we had this little space and now we're in this big space and I think there's been um you know I didn't I wouldn't call it like a lack for lack of trying but I would say because we didn't have I didn't have enough time to really like formulate policy and think everything through I've had to develop on the go and so developing on the go is great and it's terrible right it's great because I can customize things as we need them for our families and really cater to everybody's needs but then on the flip side I get ran over time and time again I get completely walked all over all the time I'm talking people that I love people that I absolutely adore who I would like die for their kids are being like we have to miss because we have a birthday party tonight and they just expect me to be like okay cool you know no worries your excuse family vacation no worries you can take as many vacations as you want with no punishment yeah and I think it's to be said like in context too you know you're still giving first of all these kids are competition kids so their parents signed a contract saying that they are expected to be there for a certain amount of time and a certain amount of hours and that you still allot you know vacation times yeah. times for them to spend with their family time off on holidays and stuff so when they say oh yeah I'm just deciding today I'm not gonna be here oh yeah by the way I didn't tell you I'm gonna go on a vacation or my kid is quote-unquote sick when they're not really sick yeah, it's, your it's like a slap in the face yeah. which reminds me of your reward dance that you had oh, remember yeah. the drama with that oh yeah the yes. attendance the dance. attendance well dance. let me let me finish this thought really okay. quick okay. so yes I want to get to the attendance dance but basically do's and don'ts on you know don't yeah don't uh, talk negatively about other kids to other moms, it comes back to me. Everything comes back to me. Yeah, to add to that, like, kids nowadays, they're just blunt. Like, they don't know what to say and not say sometimes. And they'll tell you stuff, and you're just like, okay, that's enough. So that being said, you know, it's a no-no to talk negatively about other children and the studio and just, you know, behave in that way. It's just yucky. We don't do that. I've what? had kids tell me that, um, like, oh, I won't be here this day because blah, 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 vacation or something. And then I've had a parent come up and be like, oh, they're not going to be here today because they're sick. But you already knew because they're, the kid said, oh, we're doing this this weekend or something. Yeah. You know? And then the parent yeah. will be like, oh, she's sick. She's not going to be there. But you already knew that. Yeah, don't lie to us. That's a good one. Don't <laughs> lie to us. Don't lie to us. The yeah, kids like, will tell us. <laughs> I've been lied to by some some dance moms before quite a bit and I do not take kindly to liars I do not like being lied to that is the fastest way for me to literally flip a switch and and everyone that knows me knows when I am done I am done it takes a really long time for me to get to that point of being like you're I will give you zero me. well <laughs> not even you're dead to me I'll just give you zero 
And I'm the type of person that gives everybody 150 all the time. I will give you 150% mm. as long as you give me 20%. But once you give me zero and I know you're lying, that is it. Like, that is so important to me, honesty and integrity, and I teach the kids that as well. So when I know parents are lying and I can see the discrepancies between what the kids are saying and how they're behaving and what the parents are saying and how they're behaving, that there is nothing that makes me more disgusted. I can't, I can't even describe it. It just feels like, I, I guess the word would be like fake. Just don't be fake to me. Just be real. If something's too expensive, if you don't agree with it, if you don't like the policy, just kindly agree to disagree. And that's a professional way to do it. Hey, I don't really like this dance, you know, concept. I don't really want to be a part of it. It's a little dark for me. Whatever. Then just say that instead of making up, you know, roundabout excuses and not telling me the truth. I hate that. I can't stand it. That's a whole other thing. But yeah, don't talk about other kids. Don't lie. <laughs> don't ask about other people's finances. This is something that has happened to me numerous times where people will be like, Why would they is even someone ask? so late on her bill? <gasps> I'm like what? Literally, like it matters to you. It's none of your yeah, business. Yeah, why would somebody even ask that? I was like, I don't even know. I'm done. <laughs> a lot, a lot of reasons. When I'm stressed out, if somebody like you know, like they okay, know you well enough. They know me so well, right? So if I'm stressed, I'm trying to order costumes and stuff, and I'm like, you know, occasionally, like we were in the lobby the other day, and I said something like. I was talking to Victoria, and I was like, we're still owed $4,000, and it's October 15th. How am I supposed to get by when we have a $4,000 carryover every month? That's our, that's less than our rent, but still, it's like, it extremely hard to run a business when I'm not collecting. And so I think one of the things I could be better at, for sure, is like not outwardly letting that stress, like, you know, I'm talking to Victoria about like, how are we gonna order costumes? I can't get costumes for everybody because we haven't collected, you know? Right. So I think some of that is my, obviously my fault for yeah. sure. But it's like, so hard because you're literally doing everything. Yeah, so it's like, how are you not supposed to be stressed when like, yeah. you have nobody else really to be like, oh, how do we do this? Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. and re that right there just shows your like willingness to be, take your own accountability yeah. and take responsibility, your humility, Absolutely. your ability to be humble. Thank you. Seriously, like that, that right there alone shows your character that you're saying, I need to work on this. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. It's hard, yeah, it's really hard to like just always have that business hat on of like, I've got to be in customer service mode. And I, I, I was funny, even one of the moms today, I was telling her, and I'm like, I gotta get better about being more patient. And she goes, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, I've answered the same question today so many times that when somebody else, every time someone asks me, I get a little bit more short. I guess it's $40. Yes, it's $40. Did you read the email? It's $40, you know? In big, bold I'm like, $40. Yeah, did you see the billboard in the lobby that no. says it's $40? I know, I know. And then I feel bad because I'm like, man, I'm getting short with people. But it's like, we're not in a place financially where we can have a front desk person who only has to just be sunshine at the front desk. And it's like, when you're, when you're, I have the janitor hat on today. I have the teacher hat on today. I have the financial advisor hat on today. I have, you know, all the things, right? Well, to, well, to add to that too, then, 
a lot of people like to come up to the desk and just have a conversation. Oh, gosh. Or, yeah. Marley, I'm Marley, like, I'm just Marley, a self-esteem Marley. teacher. Don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Or you, they know she has a class, and exactly. they want to sit they there and ask, how's your day? Yes. How are you feeling? It's like, I got to go to class right now. Okay, so the worst for me is when I'm up there, and there's okay. <laughs> one in particular. You don't come up to me and or uh, any of the teachers who are at the front desk doing administrative work on the computer like math or spreadsheets and talk about meaningless menial what size jazz shoe should I get my child I don't know (laughs) go to the sugar and spice and get your kid fitted and go to the dance yeah go to the dance store and get your child fitted and fit anyways as you were saying yeah but uh, yeah I, I've had them come up to me and I can tell they only get to see me once a week and so when they see me they'll catch my eye and they'll come up and they'll kind of just because you know me I'm always loving on these kids and talking yeah. about how amazing they are and so it's kind of my own fault but <laughs> <laughs> I've had a parent come up to me and I can tell they just want me, they want feedback about how amazing their kid is, right? And I'm like, I don't have time for this. I gotta go run this office. Yes, your kid's amazing. And so is everybody else. <laughs> they like to talk about their kid's schedule. I've had a parent come up and say, she has this, she has that. On the weekend, she has to do this. She has a game. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like, um, do you want me to go? Like, do you, <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? Like, thanks or for letting like, me know. Well, and the other thing that's like annoying for me is like when they're like, because I have parents who do this too, where they're just like, don't brown nose me. I know if your kid is working hard and I know their character. So you don't need to text me and be like, they got invited to the church prom night and we paid $50 a ticket, and they said, no, we are going to dance. We are not missing a rehearsal for church prom night. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, what do you want me to do this information? Like, I'll get text messages and be like, they work so hard. They're just so on top of it. They're so dedicated. I just, everyone should be like them. And I'm like, uh, they're required to be here. <laughs> that is the minimum requirement. The you are eating. It's not my fault. Your church had the prom night on Wednesday at 4.30 <laughs> when they have comp rehearsal. Yeah. Well, there's some parents that like to kiss ass. They, yeah. they like to kiss ass, and they'll pretty much be like, oh, they really appreciate you. They really love you just to get their kid right in the front and center sometimes mm-hmm. like they'll do anything yeah it's like we see right through that don't do that just be cool offer to get me a starbucks sweep <laughs> the lobby up after your kid put <laughs> chips everywhere bring me some coffee like just be c- cool and normal yeah. like you don't I have to like tell really us Im- to love your kid i was really impressed with one that came in tonight early i could tell that she was tired she'd had a really hard week she came in early to clean up. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's been that was a someone who really I feel like I have a genuine friendship with. 
Like, I feel like actually cares about me and my well-being and my teacher's well-being. It's just a really genuine person. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, she, so. and I knew she was Do tired. be like her. Yeah. Be genuine. <laughs> yeah. Help. Yeah. So, next week, we're going to talk about what we call Karens. Okay? <laughs> we touched on it a little bit tonight. Um, but... A Karen, shall we say, um, everybody knows what a Karen is, right? Everyone knows Studio what a Karen is. Studio Karens. Okay, so, um. And Kevins. Yeah, Karens and Kevins. <laughs> Every dance one. mom story that we tell will be called Karen. And we're excited to dive into some horror stories. So for our studio horror stories, we're going to talk about some Karens and just the horror stories of dealing with some crazy dance mom drama and Kevin's yeah and Kevin's definitely and uh, some things at the studio that are pretty scary um, mystery crazy I don't even know kind how to some describe unsolved it. mysteries I mean some they're solved but it's like <laughs> they're solved, <laughs> they're solved. They're solved. Oh, no no they're so, solved okay. they're solved yeah right. for sure um, I would say the studio has a lot of problems that arise. Every few months, it feels like, or even weeks, there's always something new. It almost feels like the studio is cursed. So we're going to get into that next week. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye. Bye.